Growing up, uh, my grandfather had cerebral palsy before it was even a diagnosis and was one of my closest friends. And so as a child walking with him when he used two forearm crutches all the way to um, 2012 when I helped him get his first power chair because as time went on, his, his legs in the contraction got tighter and tighter. But uh, he never, you know, what I witnessed in, in that journey, he never um, used that as an excuse. Hi there, welcome to our podcast, The Potpourri of People, transforming the way we think about disabilities. My name is Cindy Bray, founder of Hope Services in the Tampa Bay area, and I'm joined with my co-host, Nicole Woodruff. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Cindy. We also have a guest that has joined us today, James Sutherland. James, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. James, tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Oh, my name is James Sutherland. Uh, I'm a community consultant. I consult non-for-profits and, and private sector companies in healthcare and construction in varying spaces. But but mainly, I enjoy uh, consulting for non-for-profits. And uh, that has ranged from foster care, addiction, human trafficking, senior services. And, and that's how I actually met Hope Services. I have enjoyed uh, learning what they're doing in the community. <clears throat> that's awesome. So we've been able to partner with you in that way and many other ways within the community within this community itself i.e pasco county area what are some things that you're passionate about i'm I'm passionate really about serving our neighbors um um, around 2012 um, through the loss of my grandfather i came back to the community and i as i started looking around and after that loss i just um there was a change in my heart and I, I saw a lot of people hurting that I hadn't seen before. I would go to work back and forth and just focus on um, my customers. But then uh, I realized that Pasco County uh, needed needed hope, needed people, uh, I call them advocates, people to, to step in and walk with them. Um, p- friends struggling with addiction and job loss and loss of kids and loss of loved ones and and so I, I just I took all the business experience I'd had the last 15 years and uh, used it to start serving. That's great. So that's kind of how you've been able to partner with us as far as hope services go, but also partner with the community and helping them too mm-hmm. prosper during this difficult. Mm-hmm. Exactly. One of the biggest gaps I found as I was just uh, uh, listening to the needs in the community was was jobs and not just your your job placement into a $12 an hour job, but to, you know, people were searching for their purpose and, and a job that they could sustain and take care of their family. I couldn't agree with you more. I've always said or thought personally that a job is an intervention for so many people to get back out there. I don't know, yes. Cindy, your yes. thoughts on Yes. Well, today in our podcast, we'd like to focus on a few different things. Um, probably one that's probably closest to our thoughts right now is the COVID-19 mm-hmm. that we've been going through. And um, just kind of want to get your thoughts and feeling on where are you at with the COVID-19. We've been in it for about, what, three months now? Mm-hmm. How are you all feeling about that? Up, down, left, right. <laughs> <laughs> flip a coin yeah 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 sometimes you feel confident sometimes you feel anxious Mm -hmm. um sometimes you're just afraid you know because there are a lot of questions and 
I'm thankful for who, you know, has been placed around me as far as a community mm-hmm. where yeah. I can confess those feelings and, and ask for support and encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the main things we talked about in the last podcast too, ironically, was how important it is to have that support group, whatever that mm-hmm. is for each individual person around during times like this. Because mm-hmm. I know VR is, we're going back, we're not going back. This is going to open, that's not going to open. Wait, hold on, rewind. We're going to do mm-hmm. this, but not that. Oh yeah, wait a minute. Now let's take two steps back and try it the other way. Mm-hmm. Hallway B, pick three, IEAB. So mm-hmm. I know everyone out there has got to be feeling... Mm-hmm. similar feelings because i as a new leader here i'm trying to figure out how to help lead a team and i'm dependent on so many other players within the community and making decisions and we've mm-hmm. had to be very respectful to not only our clients but our team yeah um is our team ready to go out again do they feel like it's safe mm-hmm. is their fears able to be overcome for them to go out and support the clients, then we have to feel those same way. We have to, you know, express those same feelings for our clients. Right. We have clients that are just ready to jump out there and get a job. And then we have others that are fearful of even opening their front door yet. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very caring and be very professional and understanding to those feelings of everyone. Some aren't comfortable with the mask. Others won't walk out their door without the mask. And we need to respect that and understand that and be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting also just to see uh, where you th- you would think everything was shutting down. I was watching at what was actually picking up, and right. I've, I've consulted in telehealth and tele uh, you know using technology for consultations and monitoring, right? And um, to see that just be pushed forward, which we've been very slow to adapt to those mm-hmm. systems in in the U.S. and in Florida. Right. But then construction never stopped, so my clients in construction were actually looking for for and were hiring. And, and we're amazed that their business picked up. So it was analyzing, why are you doing all these projects right now? And it was for when they would talk to their customers, it was to subside fear. Right. So let's yes. work on my house because I'm anxious. Yes. And that was intriguing mm-hmm. um, to me. Well, I even through the state of Florida, the first <clears throat> week of phase one, mm-hmm. um, my husband and I went to a restaurant and we were one of maybe four or five people in the mm-hmm. restaurant eating dinner. Um, today we went to lunch. And the restaurant was 50% full. Mm-hmm. And um, right next door was Chick-fil-A. And they were out in the street in their cars waiting to get into Chick-fil-A, of course. Um, but we're seeing that come back. Mm-hmm. But it's coming back about as slowly as we're inviting it back. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel as though the fear is going away, too, which is bringing our people back, too. I think it's a lot of everything put together. I think there's a lot of fear of the unknown for a lot of people, but getting back out there, much like what James was talking about too, is an intervention Mm -hmm. for people to become, like you were talking about, more back to normal and getting society Mm -hmm. back to whatever that new normal is. Well, I think we've also learned through this, as we have with virtual training, I think VR's learned also, we can do so much through 
telecommute. I don't mean to digress with you guys, but you heard about the judge that was getting onto lawyers in South Florida and about showing up in their tele representation in their pajamas, right? No. And no. Poolside, yeah, down in Broward County, a judge mandated, you guys need to be professionally attired and not by the yeah. pool representing your clients. Well, you know what's funny is there was one somewhere that I did hear this morning on the radio on 99.9 when I was on my way in, and she's a lawyer, and she was talking to the radio host about the difference between who can and can't be evicted, and I guess they're so backlogged with evictions because everything's been on a mainstay, Mm -hmm. which helps people. But at the same time, she said they've tried to do some tele Mm -hmm. for the companies, Mm -hmm. and she was talking about how the guy from Gap Mm-hmm. showed up on that zoom call in his pjs without mm-hmm. a shirt on nonetheless yes uh, oh the judge got onto someone a lawyer about not having a shirt on and another one about being in the pajamas or poolside yeah. it's like this yeah guys yeah, yeah. 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 and yeah. we've, we've tried yeah. to remain professional yeah when we've done any zoom we're still in our hope services shirts oh, yeah, required and um you know i've done zoom and you know i'm in my office we bought masks Mm-hmm. 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 Then it was don't wear them, do wear them, don't wear them, do wear them. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Breathe oxygen, breathe them on. Don't. It, it was hard for the students <laughs> to understand what we were saying with a rough quote. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I carry it out of respect, but to, to hear me. Have to a lot it's, it's hard. Sorry, I'm taking us down a rabbit hole. It's my fault. No, no. Okay. But yeah, we did. Um, bought very nice cloth masks in the beginning and then it went back to don't mm. wear them because you're only breathing in mm-hmm. co2 or not your not yeah. fresh oxygen then it was put them on take them off put them on take them off then it was don't go out do go out mm. don't go out do go out mm-hmm. so i can't imagine how other people feel and if they haven't been able to even get out and get their medication or mm-hmm. get out and get just just and we danced around something that's really important inside uh-huh. all this yeah is um and to be, be aware of pasco county and it was in the news just less than 60 days ago there's only 500 or 5,000 approved affordable housing units in the county of a county of 500,000 people with 28 percent being at or below poverty level so going back to what you were saying, evictions, mm-hmm. we've got a huge housing issue that the trickle down is going to be stress on families and um, everyone else is living in an environment where they're going to be forced out if they don't find mm-hmm. a way. And hospitality has been the big industry mm-hmm. in Pasco. Well, in and, Florida in general. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And um, so thank you for tipping extra. I'm really concerned. <laughs> I, I bring that up out of all seriousness. <laughs> I'm really concerned and waiting to hear what the protective plan will be to to help people transition. So, Cindy, it seems like several things have been impacting families nowadays. How has Hope Services been able to help with other businesses within the county in different ways? You know, Nicole, that's a good question. And I feel like at first with Hope Services, uh, first and foremost was I called every team member. And I shared with them what I told them when I hired them and gave them their first contract that is, I will do my best to see that forever you will have a paycheck as long as you're employed with Hope Services. Mm -hmm. So that reassured them Mm -hmm. and it showed that I cared Mm -hmm. for them too. And that was one of the least things they had to worry about because in a time of uncertainty, I didn't want them to have to worry about their income too. 
So we did that at first. Then there was the whirlwind of, oh my goodness, the governor said to go home. Everybody's safe at home. So we cleared out the offices and we took our computers and we worked from home. And then we realized it was difficult to work from home. Mm -hmm. So a week or so later, we decided to come back to the offices on a part-time basis. And that only worked for a week or two. And everybody felt like they needed to be back. So we came back into the office. In the meantime, those employees, team members out in the field said, what can we do? Um, they were calling all their clients. Their clients had the fear, didn't want to go out, didn't want to seek employment. So then the team decided, let's do some things virtual. Mm -hmm. So they went right on with the replacement training virtually, which we've covered more students in two months than we have in two years. Mm -hmm. So that has been just astronomical. And those 50 students that we've reached out to are now ambitious to go to work to where they may have also been the 50 to have that fear if we'd not offered the virtual training for them. Um, so we've already started working on our on-the-job training for our youth for the summer, which I believe is just going to be that much further that the youth will have experience, education, knowledge, and overcome the fear. And for the first time we have, since the zoo was not able to, we have an equestrian farm that has agreed to work really? with us. So we're going to get first-time experience in helping train horses to help those that are handicapped. Wonderful. And that, and the children with disabilities, or students, not children with disabilities, are going to be able to do that. Uh huh. So. Wonderful, wonderful. So where one door was closed, another door was open for us. Very much so. Yeah. And the zoo, I know, was very disappointed that they couldn't yes. have us this year. Uh, it's given us more opportunities anyway just because of... Um, of the CDC and everything having to be so much more sanitized, mm -hmm. our folks can go out there and do that. That's mm -hmm. a project they can do. So the employer can then bring back another person that's been furloughed. So we're trying to help them establish their business back Correct. to where they don't have to worry about paying us. Uh, Hope Services will pay uh, our persons working with disabilities mm -hmm. in the field and the state of Florida reimburses Hope Services and everybody wins. It's a win-win for everybody. So. I would agree with that. Hope Services is doing some wonderful things. Is there something from Hope Services that drew you to help them in addition to those? Well, just to chime in, I, it's been exciting to, to see, um, one, how Joe and Cindy have stewarded the company. I've actually encouraged other companies and non-for-profits in their practices. So the fact that they, in their planning, had a performance indicator related to having enough reserves to protect their employees first, which a lot of companies don't realize that is your greatest asset. And secondly, everything Cindy just said about champion, championing technology to serve others, I have been begging Pasco County and school systems and others to, to bring technology in into their mix and conversations. And so I'm very thankful because I've been able to use Hope Services as an example of that and the success they're having in serving our neighbors. That's really cool. So, so other than the technology aspect, are there other businesses and organizations or other ways businesses and organizations could benefit partnering with Hope Services? Oh, yes. I, I, I love talking about that. I mean, um, because it's, it's not a one-sided relationship. When, when a company partners with Hope Services, they're getting a quality employee um, that actually changes the culture of, a lot of times of the team that they're, in, they're brought into because they're, 
Um, they're usually humble, excited to be working, um, and and excited to learn a, a new role. And um, so you've got gotcha. companies, yeah, you've got companies where employees have been there and may have lost a little luster to their everyday tasks. Uh-huh. But when our 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 team members join their team members, you start to see a, a shift and and a thankfulness uh, is is fun to uh, share. That's very cool. Nicole and James, we went through some branding a few months ago, and uh, the company that we chose for branding, Paper Jacket, um, I have to tell you, I just thought all they were going to do is update our webpage. Well, no, that isn't what all they did. They also came in and they brought in marketing to our company. And uh, when John reached out to me with Paper Jacket and said, when do you want to bring out your new webpage? I wanted to put it on hold because of the COVID. And we did for a couple of weeks. And then I said, you know what? It's my famous little line. Accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. We needed to come out with, with something positive for Hope Services. Mm-hmm. So we put out our new webpage. And it's amazing how many people have reached our webpage and our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And um, Paper Jacket has continued to put on uh, little excerpts and promos that have brought Hope Services to everyone's attention, which I believe has given us those 50 referrals for the pre-placement training because they all of a sudden went, who's Hope Services and what's Hope Services? Mm -hmm. So they've had an opportunity rather than sitting home. And, you know, we found through the pre-placement training a lot of lonely people. And Mm -hmm. they look forward to that hour, hour and a half, two hours of training, whether it be once a week or every day. Um, It's given them people that they can reach out with and see. So um, it's been a real asset at the time when COVID hit. I thought, oh, gee, we've lost everything we've we've tried to gain. And it's turned around more Mm -hmm. than I ever anticipated to to do with the with all the marketing that we've done in the background that I never thought would really make a difference. But it has made a difference. Um, James, I was going to ask you, don't you have a family member that lives with disabilities? Uh, yes. Uh, growing up, um, my grandfather had cerebral palsy before it was even a diagnosis and was one of my closest friends. And so as a child walking with him when he used two forearm crutches mm-hmm. all the way to um, 2012 when I helped him get his first power chair, because as time went on, his his legs in the contraction got tighter and tighter. But uh, he never, you know, what I witnessed in, in that journey he never um, used that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. So um, he would never, uh, he owned his own business. He was a jeweler, um, uh, antique pocket watch repairman. I, I remember all the little moving parts in his bench and his, his little tools and how patient he was sitting in front of that bench. And um, so, uh, and then he was an Amway distributor. He was, uh, he loved um, buying and selling property and he loved his Cadillacs. I used to get a quarter for uh, taking a Brillo pad and cleaning his white walls. And, mm-hmm. and it was just fun because, um, I mean, looking back, he's one of the strongest men I've, uh, of character in my life, but he wasn't Hulk Hogan. He was mm-hmm. Wayne Noter. So mm-hmm. we think of character as size and strength, but he was strong in character, much stronger than Hulk Hogan when mm-hmm. it came to character. So, yeah, and we were best friends up until his passing. Mm-hmm. What Mm -hmm. a positive role model and a great inspirational story. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks. I listened to a webinar yesterday, and one of the directors on the webinar was the director from vocational rehabilitation in California, and he Mm. was visually impaired. Mm -hmm. And you think, how could he be a director of a vocational rehabilitation, and he's visually impaired? Mm -hmm. So 
doesn't mean just because you have a disability, you can't have an ability and mm-hmm. succeed. Yes. This man is director over the state of Florida, uh, state of California mm-hmm. and doing a fantastic job. I was real impressed with him. Nicole, you heard him, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. inspirational. Very yeah. good yeah. gentleman. Yeah. My, my grandfather and grandmother are still um, talked about by by extended family and, and friends. I mean, the, because of the way they loved. And, uh, and, you know, once again, he never let his disability that be at the front. You mm-hmm. could see his heart. He sent a personal happy birthday to everyone every year. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how, um, how loving he was. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. so interesting that you tell that part of the story as how much it affects you. And I can tell and see it in your facial expressions because a friend of mine that has autism looked at me and said, at one point in time, the only disability is a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> that is so that, true. That, that's awesome. Yeah, that is. It sounds like a little truth bomb there. Yeah, mm-hmm. pe- yeah. The people that affected you had such a positive information to positive thought to convey mm-hmm. and positive life stories and affected everyone in such a positive way mm-hmm. that that just rings true to me and how the only disability is a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other gentleman that's like a second dad to me, I, I moved to Odessa when I was eight. So that was mm-hmm. just a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> three or four. Uh, and I met my, <laughs> my best friend, Joe Monroe and, and his dad, Joe senior, whose uh, pictures on the wall of James A. Haley was, um, shot in the spine in Vietnam. So, um, you know, I, I watched him once again, a businessman, um, confined to a wheelchair, uh, was still an athlete, bowling, weightlifting, skydiving. And then he used business also as an encouragement to other wounded warriors in the VA system, um, letting them know life wasn't over because of a, a injury or, or change in ability. And, Good for um, him. Yeah. So, yeah. And how many other people just through that message is he going to be able to affect in life? He's very well known in Tampa Bay over the years from the, the Buccaneers. I mean, he's a he's uh-huh. a season ticket holder since the first season, and uh-huh. uh, and he's very well known in the VA. Um, and and um, yeah, his his legacy. Um, he. Uh, had me help him found always able which is veterans advocating for veterans and they started a 24-hour 24-hour prayer and crisis line about two years ago and uh, he's he's setting the the stage so that that impact will continue long after he's gone so that is amazing to leave that type of legacy and Mm -hmm. to be able to know that that's the type of legacy you're going to have Mm -hmm. as a business to positively affect so many lives in the future Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and he his heart for that is the is the word advocate, and that's one reason. Um, that's something. When I look at Hope Services team members, um, they're actually walking with people. They're not just there providing a service, but they they have a love for what they do, and and they're they're acting on behalf and walking with. Same way, my friend's dad was. We need people to walk with veterans to appointments, to to right. services, not just stick a piece of paper in front of them. And I've done my job, and that's what attracted me to Hope Services is that that heart for advocacy and interceding for people. That is such a good reason to come and partner with Hope Services because that's one of the things that we've been focusing on improving ourselves, right, Cindy? Compassion, professionalism, trust. Yeah. 
And you mentioned earlier, I'm, I didn't get to say it, but I'm, he's very passionate. I'm very passionate about horse therapy. So I'm, I'm actually excited to hear that you have that coming partnership and those services related to that. Because I've seen miracles happen on, on horse ranches with those that have uh, wounds. We are hoping that that's a continuous partnership that can develop further too. Uh, yes. Maybe with your help, we can encourage that business to stay with our organization and move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, being that I grew up and this was all cow pastures and orange groves, I think I could do a little prodding and make sure that happens and help you guys out <laughs> in any way possible. Wonderful. Thank you for that. Thank you. In closing, James, how would you encourage other businesses and organizations to engage in this discussion? Just open up their doors for your team to come in and mm-hmm. share what you do. Um, if they'll just do that, amazing things will follow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our door is always open. Yes. Absolutely. So we can partner together and do it one business at a time. Exactly. And if you need me to knock down their doors, for you, <laughs> I can do that too. Well, knocking wouldn't hurt. <laughs> little little bit of linebacker in me, you know. That's what so. I call a partnership. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Potpourri of People, transforming the way that we think about disabilities. Be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating so that we can be easily found by others who, like yourselves, are wanting the best for your loved ones living with disabilities. If you or your loved one who has a disability is wanting to discover the next step in your career, visit our website at hopegetsjobs.com and click on the Get Started button. I'm Cindy. I'm Nicole. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.